host, Michelle Prince, founder and CEO of Performance Publishing Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. This is Michelle Prince, the host of the Power of Authority Spotlight. And today we are shining the light on a friend of mine, somebody that I've known for many years. Um, well, we've become friends. I've met him through the Ziegler organization, and we've just uh, had an opportunity to get to know each other. I've seen all the growth that he's had happening over the last couple of years, and it's just so remarkable. And so I couldn't wait to get him on the show and, and let you all get to know my friend, Trinell Walker. I'll give you a little bit about the, his background and then I'll bring him on. So Trinell is a, a certified legacy, excuse me, a certified Ziggler, easy for me to say, certified Ziggler legacy trainer. He is a public speaker, motivator, entrepreneur, and he has been overcoming obstacles his entire life, actually since the age of 14, when he had a tragic accident uh, while he was playing high school football. I'm going to let him go into a little bit more of that, what happened there, but he was, it did leave him paralyzed from the neck down. And, you know, all of these setbacks happen early in life. But what I've seen with Trinell is how he's taking, taken all of that and turned it around. And now he's going out, motivating others, inspiring others, helping people to find their mission, their vision, their values. And he's doing it in a way that is so unique to him. And so welcome to the show, Trinell. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, I love having you, Trinell. I'm excited you're here. And, you know, we've, I've, I've gotten to know you through the years, um, but you're always surprising me because you're always doing something, whether you're writing books or, you know, appearing in movies <laughs> or having movies written about you. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. I always like to say I'm a life enhancing specialist. I just, I take a little bit of what someone has in them and talk with them, speak with them, coach them to be able to enhance their lives so they can live life to the fullest regardless of their situation. So I let them know that, hey, your setback can lead to a great comeback and that temporary defeat uh, does not mean permanent failure. Mm. So as long as you got your mind and the ability to be able to do what it is that you can do, especially wake up daily and be able to move around, you can do anything because all things are possible. That's right. Oh, so good. And so your company is Triumph Beyond Limits. And I know you do a lot to, you go out and you educate, you do training, you inspire uh, not just individuals, but organizations, schools. What, what, do you, what are you doing these days uh, along those lines? Are you speaking? Are you doing uh, podcasting? How are you inspiring people? Oh, yes. Um, I enjoy doing my Monday motivations that I'm grateful that you were on where I send out every Monday, you know, a two to three minute um, video to be able to give people the motivation they need on uh, Mondays to be able to get the day started. I'm actually getting ready to speak with the um, high school, my, actually a high school alma mater to Sherman, uh, Bearcats, and sharing my story with those young athletes to let them know. I, that sports is just a vehicle. Education is the engine that's going to get you there and beyond. So I'm going to be sharing that with them. And I'm looking forward to developing this program I have called, um, ooh, ooh, my mind's went blank. 
a persevering performance program where we just work with the individual's attitudes, their um, skills, their effort, the relationships, so they'll be able to have the ability to have that persevering performance. Because if I can do it, they can do it. And I just want to provide people with the tools so they can do it. Absolutely. I mean, they look at you, your situation, and, and like you said, they think, well, gosh, if he can go through that and still be out there and inspiring others and making a difference, maybe I can too. Take us back to the day when you were 14 years old. Tell us what happened. On the night of October 20th, 1995, the light from Bearcat Stadium shined on the field, capturing my performance. I was the only freshman on the varsity football team at the time. I was actually taking my position over on the left side of the defensive uh, line because I was playing strong safety at the time. And I remember, you know, looking in at the quarterback, waiting for him to receive the ball. The quarterback received the ball and he immediately tossed it to the running back, headed in my direction. And I read that play like a book. I ran up field to stop the running back. He saw me and he immediately tried to reverse field to avoid a loss, but he slipped. And I made a textbook tackle from behind, hitting the running back, wrapping him up and driving him toward the ground. Annoying to me, my teammate was coming from the opposite side to assist me. He launched himself at the falling running back, but he missed, hitting me at the top of my helmet, crushing the fourth vertebrae in my neck, leaving me paralyzed from the neck down. And so what were meant to be my high school glory days turned to temporary defeat. And in my eyes, temporary defeat does not mean permanent failure. Because my mom always told me, nothing beats a failure but a try. Mm. I tried a bad attitude. I tried blaming others. But my life did not change until I tried to summon things that I call the Trinella. Yes, I love the Trinell effect. And I want to walk through what that means because I know it's an acronym. Um, yes. But before we get there, though, I can't even imagine what you went through, not just the physical pain and, and all, but just the, the disappointment. And what were those high school years like for you? You mentioned that you had a little bit of a bad attitude that you had to get over. But how long did it take you to, to, to see things differently? Um, honestly, it took three years for me to actually adjust as far as the mentally uh a mental aspect of it and this is what happened that caused me to you know change my whole perception first i end up having a dream they gave me two visions the first vision was of a the world spinning around in circles on its axis and it surprised me that i understood that regardless of i'm throwing a pity party or not the world was going to continue to keep spinning. And I can either choose to continue to allow um, depression to paralyze my life, like my body was paralyzed, or I can make a choice and make a decision to take action to find a way to be able to get out of that. And I did when I found the silver lining. Mm. And I'll talk about that in my trainings. And then the second vision that I got was a salmon swimming up fish swimming upstream like a salmon to spawn and so as i was looking at that the water that was flowing downhill so smoothly that represented the life of a typical able-bodied person that typically flows smoothly and this is what i mean by smoothly 
is that when an able-bodied person is able to get up in the morning, they're able to get themselves dressed, wash their teeth, you know, I mean, brush their teeth, wash their face with limited difficulty or assistance with them, not someone like myself. So then when I looked at the salmon swimming upstream, I recognized that I am that fish swimming upstream, that uh, it's going to be hard. Life is going to be hard, but I have to do what Dory encouraged, Nemo, finding Nemo. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And so in doing so, I was able to reach my goal. And the last thing that happened to me is that my mom always, as a little kid, my mom always encouraged me to pray. Mm -hmm. But during that time, I wasn't trying to feel like God. I was angry, very angry at God because I felt that I did nothing to deserve. But I had gotten sick and tired, been sick and tired. And so I finally did what my mom encouraged me to do one night. I'll never forget, I was 17 years old and it was dark, but the depression inside of me was even darker. And I finally was like, Lord, I remember, Lord, come into my light and have, my, have your way. I had my eyes clamped shut and I experienced a peace that I've never felt before. And my eyes were so heavy that if I wanted to open them, I couldn't open them. And then I heard a tender voice say, Janelle, you put football before me. I don't want anything put before me. But through this injury, I'm inspire others that if they put me first and use their minds to the fullest, they can do anything. So I recognize my purpose was bigger than playing football. And as I look at my position, as I look at my situation, I can't move my body. The only thing I can do is use my mind and use it. To, and my ability to be able to use my mouth to communicate, to be able to breathe life into other people, which is another word for inspiration. Wow. And you do that. And I've seen you do that. You, you inspire people everywhere you go. Um, but like you said, it's not been easy. I love the analogy of the salmon going upstream um, because I think everyone can understand, maybe not relate completely, but everyone has some degree of an obstacle that they have to overcome. Yours is, is yours is, is, is difficult to, I'm sure at seven, at 14 to have accepted, but you know, at 17, you, you came to a better place. So that I'm, I love that story. So I met you through the Ziegler organization. I worked with Zig Ziegler early in my career, and then they went, uh, they started a certification program about 10 years ago, and that's where you and I met. So tell me about why were you interested in getting involved with Ziegler and what have you gotten out of becoming a trainer? Well, my Ziegler story is, I remember I was in college and I was doing legal shield, well, prepaid legal, it's called legal shield now. And I was involved, my friend, you know, Alan Nix, you know, he would always put in personal development. Every time we go into a meeting, every time we go in, he put in Les Brown, you know, Jim Rome, you know, Zig Ziegler. And I kind of got tired of it, but then it started growing on me. And then I heard that distinct voice of Mr. Ziegler. And this was in, I think, 2004. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, I'm like, man, I want to be his uh, protege one day. And let's fast forward to uh, 2009. I was uh, one of the friends, a friend of mine that I talked to, I went to high school. And we were just talking. He was like, man, you still out there speaking? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, you got a powerful story. And I was like, man, thank you. I said, man, one of my dreams is to be, you know, Zig Ziglar's protege. And he looked at me with a big smile. And he said, I know Zig Ziglar. 
And I was like, what? He was like, yeah. So he ended up meeting with uh, Brian Flanagan because he was real good friends with them. And then like two weeks later, I was there at the Ziegler organization speaking at their Monday morning devotion. And I end up speaking, sharing my story. And next thing I know, Mr. Ziegler, as I was leaving out, I never forget, Tom was standing right behind. He looked at me, he said, Trina Basie, Trina, you're going to inspire more people than I have, you know, really just uh, I have, write a book. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. And although I wasn't able to be his protege, Tom Ziegler took me up under his wing and started mentoring me. And then when I actually had an p- opportunity um, to be the corporate trainer at a company that I was working with, that's when the uh, Ziegler Legacy Certification Program came out. I didn't feel like I was equipped to do the training. So we actually met with, um, Tom came down. We met with the uh, boss of the company. And next thing you know, I'm down there at the organization that I had envisioned and wanted to be a part of in 2004. Now it was 2014, 15, and there you have it. So once you visualize, you know, things will materialize. Yes. And of course, I love that Zig told you to write a book because <laughs> you know how I feel about books and our story yes. and mm-hmm. the, the impact we can make by sharing our story. Let's talk about your book, though. Let's talk about the Trinell Effect. Yes. And I want to thank you, Michelle, for helping me. Actually, I had the concept. You was like, just get it out of your head. And so that's what I actually did was to get it out of my head. And the Trinell Effect is simply the seven principles that I've learned to be able to persevere in life. And the Trinell effect will influence you to see, take action. Proper action leads to satisfaction. R, resilience. Be resilient because two steps back can lead to a great comeback. E, encourage. Encourage in order to help one flourish. N, never quit. It's impossible to stop a motivated person because they will never quit. The E, evaluate. Evaluation will help lead you to your destination. The L, learn. Because when you learn, you earn respect for yourself, others, and you can possibly earn more money, money, money. And the last L is for love. Because love is a gift from above. And so in the book, I share my story and provide tools on each in each chapter on how I've been able to persevere using taking action through the silver lining, through doing the 30-second check-in, by being resilient, by learning to live, laugh, inspire, value, enjoy one day at a time. So whenever someone is going through something that they feel like they never quit, they want to, they feel like want to quit, they can actually go to the end chapter and be able to get tools out of there to inspire them to never quit. And the chapter that I love the most is the L, the love chapter, because we're talking about self-love. Because it's hard to quench the third. It's hard for you to quench. Oh, actually, let me let me repeat that. Let me rephrase that. Is it possible for an empty pitcher to quench the thirst of a withering plant? No. So how can we go out there and provide the genuine love to the people in our lives if we don't even love ourselves? Mm. So that's what that chapter is about, finding ways to be able to love yourself so you can go out and to be able to do what you enjoy doing and genuinely love the people that are in your life. So good. What I love about you, Trinell, is 
you know, you, you, you made a decision to do this. You made a decision to write the book. And I, I can't tell you how many people I've helped get ideas in place that actually never move forward with, with a book or anything else. What, do you, what is your motivation? Why is it that you achieve so much more than many people who are physically more capable, but, but aren't doing what you're doing? Um, because my mom, I got to be honest with you. She kept her foot so far up in my butt, I was tasting her soul. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Uh, so, so, yeah, but I actually had great role models. And, you know, with my mom, the first two, the T, the R, and the E, I sit there and watch her as a single mother raising two children, only having a ninth grade education, having to work a full-time job and two to three part-time jobs just to make sure my brother and I had what we needed. I seen her miss meals. That was the resilient part to be able to say, hey, you know, things may happen to you, but you need to keep going on. And she always encouraged us to never quit, to be the best we can and whatever. And then my brother, I had the N, the E, and the L, he taught me through sports, you know, the importance of going hard and going home and never quitting. The importance of being able to e evaluate what's going on uh, in front of you and around you by, you know, taking two steps back on the field, looking out to make sure you see everything. And that's the same thing I do in life. And you learn in that progress. And then the, they both taught me unconditional and tough love. Mm -hmm. So again, through them and watching them, I just had great role models. And that's why I got to keep moving. Yeah. My mom always told me, she said, Trinell, I don't know why this happened to you, but you're on a mission. And she said, as long as you have your mind, you can do anything. That is so true. And I've met your mom and she's a huge inspiration too. So I see where you get it. <laughs> um, real quick though, for anyone, I definitely get Trinell's book, The Trinell Effect. Uh, you can get it through his website at triumphbeyondlimits.com. Um, it's also an ebook on Amazon, but definitely uh, take, take advantage of that. It's an incredible book. Um, before I have, we've just a little bit more time and I really want to talk about Walker Beyond Limits because this is your story. Um, a movie was made about you, Trinell. <laughs> yes. Talk about yes. that. Man, it's always been my vision to be able to have my story told on the big screen and again through meeting people through the Ziegler organization. I met Andy Costa and John Rouse and really just sharing my story. And they helped bring it to life. And in that um, documentary, you actually get to see my story, being able to visualize everything that I'm, I went through and being able to just sit back and just take action and do it. I tell you, I was inspired when I seen it. I got to admit, you might need some tissues on some of it. You might be crying. Because I know I cried a couple of times the first two times I watched it. But again, tell you, check it out, watch it. And my bigger vision is to have it on the big screen, like in the theaters. And so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at writing another book that's going to be able to, I'm thinking about calling it Walker, A Dream, A Tragedy, A Triumph, and visualizing that that will... Um, evolve into like a big screen. Oh yeah, it will happen. And I do, I love that title. So people can listen to or watch the movie for free. Is that true? Yes, yes, as a matter okay. of fact. How do they do that? Uh, just go to walkerbeyondlimits.com. Just put in your name and your email and that you have it, you got access. 
Awesome. Awesome. Definitely, definitely going to be watching that. Um, so if, if there's anything you would say to someone, a lot of people that are listening are some are business owners, some are entrepreneurs, some are maybe wanting to someday venture into some of that. Um, what advice would you give somebody who is, is either starting out or maybe they're even struggling right now? I want to share this with you. And this is something that I have to do to encourage myself whenever I'm getting into something new or whenever I, you know, I'm uncertain about myself. This is what I tell myself. And I encourage you to tell yourself this as well. I tell you, I, tell, I, tell, I'm, I say, you are unstoppable. You make it do what they do. You're valuable and successful in all that you do. You are unstoppable. Believe this to, believe this to be true. You're valuable and successful in all that you do. You are unstoppable. So as you're going through the things, venturing out on those new things, making those failures, not feeling certain, just remember, say to yourself in the mirror, I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. I love that. I can see it on a t-shirt and a coffee mug and, <laughs> and maybe even make that into a song. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fernell, you are truly a treat. I am so grateful that our paths have crossed. It's, it has been such a joy to see you just flourish and, and, and inspire so many people along the way. Um, so thank you. Thank you for being on the show. My pleasure. Well, just to re remind you, definitely go and, and watch Trinell's movie, Walker Beyond Limits. Just go to walkerbeyondlimits.com and you can watch it for free. Just put in your information and you'll get to download it right away. And then also go to triumphbeyondlimits.com to buy his book, support what he's doing, help him to continue to help others by inspiring and, and helping people to overcome their own challenges. So thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Power of Authority Spotlight. Thanks so much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com and follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.